Hello, my friends. It's spring, apparently. Someone said in the chat it's spring. So hello to everybody watching and also the people chatting in the live stream and in the live chat. Uh, I can't wait to hear from you. Also, Super Chat is there to ask me your urgent questions. And this time we're doing it in English because tomorrow on Sundays we do it in Dutch. And I do this one in English because there's a lot to discuss. And we also want the whole world to know what's going on in America, but also in the Netherlands. And it's nice that everybody can discuss things with each other and uh, know what's going on around the world. It's better to hear it from the people who are actually experiencing it. And I'm looking out the window and the day is beautiful here. I don't know what it is like uh, where you are. The weekend is here. I hope you're enjoying it. And we are going to discuss everything that is on your mind. You're involved in this live chat. And um, yeah, what is going on with President Biden? What is going on with Governor Cuomo? Oh my God. We thought that President Trump left office, that everything would be quiet. But there's so much going on. <laughs> there's so much to discuss there's so many things happening that um it's quite yeah we are here to cover it all dirk is also here hello bane is behind me i don't know if you can see him uh i cannot see him. yeah i see a little bit maybe if he gets up you'll see him and this week we had um st patrick's day it's still allowed. And some said, oh, if you are not Irish, you cannot celebrate St. Patrick's Day. But to me, if you want to celebrate something because you like it, you should celebrate it. And it was nice to see that um, one loyal follower, Mark, he got his sweater and he uh, was very ready for St. Patrick's Day with the cancel cancel culture sweater because he got a green one. And... It is nice that, you know, people order this because it's a way to support me. But it's also useful because we have all different colors and you can just get out and, um, you know, uh, find the color that fits you because I'm a colorful person. You are or the color that fits a holiday or fits a holiday or fits your personality. So thank you, Mark. Uh, it looks great. And it's a way to, again, to support this cause and to do these live streams. But I also want to bring some color into people's uh, lives and also to say that we are not going to let this cancel culture succeed. We are going to stand up for people that are being harassed, attacked, censored for no reason, just because they have a different opinion. I think the world should be a place where you can all have your own opinion and that's fine. And if that makes you happy, that's fine. But you shouldn't force it onto other people or tell people that they should shut up because everybody is allowed to do it. And if someone crosses the line and it becomes an issue, you can always call the police. They should do take care of that. The law enforcement is... That's why law enforcement is there. But for the rest, you know, if you don't like someone, just move on, go somewhere else, talk to for your friends, but, you know, we have to bring positivity in this world and not only the negative thoughts that some people have. It's especially in this time with all the lockdowns going on, it's very important. And, um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to the springtime. And I really enjoy just walking around and driving around with Dirk and Bane. 
and talking to you guys and making videos. I have a live uh, video coming up um, of a tour that I did with uh, Dirk and Bain. So that will be live this week. And uh, just to see what the city looks like and everything around us. It's New York City still here and it's becoming more normal. I saw that they're starting to open up a lot of places. We hear the Blasio talk, but he doesn't talk about the city. He only talks about Governor Cuomo because he wants him to resign. They always have had a feud between them. They always hated each other. Now de Blasio sees his chance to go after uh, Governor Cuomo. Governor Cuomo doesn't want to resign, even though I think there's the eighth person that came forward to say, yeah, sexual allegations, you did something to me. Um, so we're following that soap series as well. But Cuomo is still here. I also don't understand now why the Democrats are going after Maybe because many were, what was it? Cuomo-holics or Cuomo-sexuals. They were all in love with Cuomo. Um, Chelsea Handler, a comedian that I don't really, I don't think she's funny, but she's a comedian and other people, you know, they like to laugh when she talks. So I'm for freedom of speech and I let her do her thing. But it's not my kind of cup of tea. So she was talking about how much she loved Cuomo and other people and... Um, now he's being um, accused by many people of uh, sexual misconduct. And I'm always thinking that everything should be investigated, but you shouldn't go after people when or tell them to resign if, you know, because there's also fake allegations. So it needs to be addressed. You need to look at it. And if they're true, the law enforcement and all these people, they can do uh, something about it. And the voters can vote him out. I don't know exactly when we have Governor Cuomo that we can vote out. Um, but the first thing that's coming up is the mayoral elections for the new mayor of New York. We already know that Andrew Yang has a big chance. But we also heard of this new, um, new challenger. He just jumped in three months before the primaries are starting. It's uh, GOP candidate Curtis Sliwa. I don't know if I pronounced it correctly, Sliwa. But yeah, but that I don't know. Where did you read that he just jumped in? Yeah, because that's what the news said, that he just jumped in three months before. Okay, but wh when was the whole um, demonstration, the Robin Hood demonstration? Was that three months ago? You mean the protest? Yeah. Yeah, no, like... A few weeks ago. Uh, okay, because that that's where he announced it. Okay, so now he officially announced it, but he is the founder of Gu Guardian Angels. It started somewhere in the 70s. It's a group of people that are trying to be present during protests to keep the protests safe and that there's no violence and to keep the people safe, police safe, everybody safe. And I think they're doing a great job. Every time when there's unrest, they're trying to... These are civilians. Uh, I think they joined this. And um, I would say the Netherlands take note because they don't have a clue how to um, take care of people in the right way to protect human rights. And groups like this actually make sure that protests are happening and they're going to be without any violence. So I think he's a good candidate because he has a positive uh, demeanor and he I think he would be great for New York City so I'm actually very excited I see my first 
Super chat, thank you, Mark. Not only for getting the sweater and uh, looking great on St. Patrick's Day, but also for your um, your super chats. And you don't have any. Oh wait, you like my hoodie in black? Well, it's also in the in the store. I also was asked by a really nice company to design something for them. They liked my sweater, so it feels like people are enjoying my design so i'm continuing it and i also have another design lined up in the future for my um store but so far this is i think um a very yeah what kind of design is it it's very uh, um 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 forever it's contemporary no it's just um uh, timeless I, timeless that's the word I, I do really like the green one actually yeah the colors are very nice and bright so that's a nice thing. But I also like my blue. I couldn't get them all myself because, you know, I had to order them. But uh, I, I chose a few. But now I'm like, I should have gotten the green one. I also like Elia and the blue. And um, it's nice that everybody is diverse. They all have there's such a diverse group that supports me, which I love because I'm all for diversity and equality and everybody is welcome here if you treat each other with a respect in the live chat and um, discuss everything in a peaceful way that's we're going to be the, the examples to the future to the next generation but also everybody else that feels lost this is a place for hope and love and good vibrations and happiness and my sister of course she wanted to get a different design she wanted her own design so i made one for her but it's also you you can also order it it's a special edition gray black and gray um one with the gray t tv on the front and then the cancel cancel culture in the back and uh yeah let's move on to the next thing the um Biden, President Biden. Okay, one thing I noticed is that I saw that on Gap, President Trump posted his first toot. I think it's called toot on Gap. But normally it was like a statement from the president, but now it was like text. So maybe he is active on on uh, Gap. But I, if I were you, I would get an account there and just follow him and follow it because it is at least uh, the official statements. And um, you will not, he will, you will not miss him really. We all miss him, but we, you won't miss him because he's going to be everywhere. He's going to put out statements. He's been on TV. He was with Maria Bartiromo. He said, there's some Fox News in the morning on Sunday, I believe. And he was like, um, or was it Sunday? I don't know when it was, but it was with Mar Maria Bartiromo talking about the future. And of course he was very, explicit saying this is wrong and this person is doing this but also about the elections he first wants to focus on 2022 and he's still not giving up on the whole you know everything that happened during these elections you will still hear that from him and there are still lawsuits and judges that are telling you know locally people that they have access to the ballots they can look into it so i don't think the last word is said about this but it's ongoing and we will hear more about it i think but definitely we will hear from more from president trump and he's also going to help people win in 2022 he's going to um 
be on TV, do interviews. So yeah, you will see him much more. And also, um, yeah, he was in the news again, not because people love watching his live streams, because if you see his live stream or president, uh, secretary of the president, Jen Psaki, there is like, it's very unusual. There's like 1,800 people viewing and then there's 2,300 dislikes. So the dislikes are higher than the actual viewers. But President Her uh, Biden was not in the news because of great results, the package, the $1.9 trillion package that came through. No, it was because he called President Harris, President Harris... He called Vice President Harris, President Harris. And it's not the first time that he has been doing that. And he didn't even uh, correct himself. And he's been saying this from the beginning. He's always said the ha Harris-Biden administration. He said President Harris before. Now he said it again. Is there something we don't know? I mean, it's just basically what he said. And the other thing... Um, is that he fell from the stairs. He has this thing where he wants to look youthful. So he's always running because to him that looks like he's a young, energetic man. But we prefer him to talk without a monitor and give a press conference because he hasn't given any press conference. It's like the first time in maybe forever that a president has not faced the press and just asked Oh, that he answered questions without a monitor, without uh, him reading something that's on a monitor. People think that's strange, but that's what people want. They want him to be in front of the press and the press can ask him tough questions and he has to answer them without getting angry, without answering something else, without any help. So far, it hasn't happened, but they do say it's coming up. So I'll keep you posted on that. But I think that... Uh, that what are you doing yeah i saw that you that there was a message deleted but no there, there's a there, i think it's from the same group of people the the trolling people okay they have like a crazy website and they what is it they what 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 is a simp a what i don't know they're it's it's called simps or something it's really strange but just ignore it i don't know i don't know I think it will. I don't know if that person was. Uh, I think it was a legit question, but we'll find out if it was a legit question. Anyway, um, so what's going on with Biden? And also, we now already see that decisions that have been made by the Biden administration, also the way they talked about the border, that you see now pieces of the wall that President Trump built, there's gaps in between, and you see migrants coming through. Because there's no wall, and apparently the cr there's a crisis. And even Jen Psaki, this press secretary, she by co you know, accident she was like, "Yeah, at the border crisis." Oh no! Then she called it border challenges. But apparently there are more kids in cages there, even though they don't call them cages. Yeah, but this was literally the the uh, media asking her like, D "Did you just say border crisis?" And like before, before we quote you, we would like to give you the opportunity to correct yourself. Yeah, and then she's like, border challenges. 
But she says, yeah, the, the, the facilities at the border are much better than under Trump, even though I've seen highways that they underneath the highway, they are taking in these people that are being put there and it's not even a shelter or anything. It's such a surge there that the local people are overwhelmed and all these people keep coming. They keep coming in. I don't know if you've seen those videos where some of the migrants were wearing t-shirts with letters in or something with Biden, President Biden on it. So there's some money involved there as well. But where the media was outraged by President Trump and that he kept kids separated from uh, child traffickers, because that's what's been happening a lot at the border, that these kids don't come in with their real parents, but with people that smuggle them in, because they think that with a child coming in, they have a better chance of being accepted. So these children have to be uh, separated and protected to make sure that they are not uh, being trafficked. And now they have same facilities, but they don't, they, they don't call them cages anymore. But still, these kids are there, and it's a huge surge. And do you hear any media outrage also internationally? In uh, If you're watching from a different country than the USA, do they mention this in the news, that there is a big surge, that there's a lot of people, and um, that Biden, because he's been so inviting, that they're all coming, and they're coming across the, the border, that that you know now it's not news because yeah Trump was bad orange man bad he me- was mean tweeting and now he's gone and now we don't have to as we say in the Netherlands put salt on every snail um yeah making it's a saying meaning that every little problem is being exaggerated like it's your biggest problem but now it's worse and now they don't you don't hear them so i feel like this whole world Good is being made bad and bad is good. Everything's the opposite of what is the reality. So when they say left, it's actually right. When they say blue, it's actually red. It's nothing. It's just what the what the, the media wants to portray. And I don't understand that they don't understand that they're being called fake news. Because if you come out with like, oh, this is bad, these children in cages, and then when Biden is in office, your preferred candidate, you don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, you are biased for sure. And yeah, what what's going on? There's the people are now saying that since um, Harris, she's kind of in the background, but she's been taking calls with foreign leaders, which normally the president does. She has been telling, I remember the first days where he was signing a lot of resolutions, which nobody, no president has done before. 52 in like the first week. This is, he said himself that you don't want to rule by um, signing executive orders, that you have to do it through Congress. Because He said it was undemocratic, right? Yeah, he said it was undemocratic because you're not a dictator, right? Something like that he said. He used the word dictator with it. Um, but now he's doing it himself, but also sometimes he's signing things. He doesn't even know what he's signing. And then Harris said to him, just sign it. So people are questioning how long Biden will be in office and if president uh, Harris will be reality. Yeah. And then he falls down the stairs and also internationally, um, Putin wanted to have a live debate with Biden because Biden called him a killer. And then Putin just said, I wish you good health. And they... But they probably know something that we don't... 
Well, they're making fun of Biden internationally, but I thought it was a good idea because let people see how bad Russia is or... Um, and that Biden can take care of it. Just have an open call in front of everybody, have a debate that everybody can watch. Like they always have these conversations also internationally uh, at the UN where all these leaders come together and they have all these debates and, and, and speeches. So why can't you do something like that? I thought it was a good idea, but I don't. they said that Biden was very busy. Well, he's busy falling down the stairs. Um, the, there's a lot of people that are making these memes and I don't think you should make fun of the elderly but since they all push him like to be this president I understand that people are now it's very easy to make memes these days and they want I've even heard that they try to make memes illegal that you cannot do that um, because it's hurtful but it's just making fun of a reality of and it's part of what a free country you should be able to do that and some are funny and some are not when it doesn't um incite violence like remember kathy griffin that had this uh, fake head of trump she was holding it with blood and it looked like he was decapitated that's inciting violence that's a different category but making fun of something that actually happened yeah um i think that should be part of um life and in, in a way, I still think Kathy Griffin should be able to do that because then we can see what kind of person she is. And I think more people are... I feel like the people that want to force all these rules onto other people, they think that most people are stupid and they don't have their own opinion and that, oh, they might get influenced the wrong way. But I think, to be honest, I have more faith in humanity and in most people that if you give them the chance, they discover things themselves and will make the right judgment and i think then kathy griffin will not be you know will be called out for this disgusting thing um just because it showed i think you should always have everybody show their true personality it's much better than when it's hidden because it makes it easier for people to be like oh i don't want to associate with you anymore i want to do other things and just move on to something else again not canceling them like we don't want that. We don't like cancel culture. But moving on to something else by yourself without telling people, oh, this is bad and stuff. Let everybody just see for themselves. You see, I think that's the thing. Um, some people just have bad intentions. And it's better that we know so we can prepare. And then the law enforcement can step in when it's um, going the wrong way. And otherwise, people should just be free to say whatever they think. That's what I think. What do you think? Let me know. Also, if you have urgent questions, Super Chat is here for you. Um, what else was going on this week with President Biden and Cuomo? Besides that, he is not... I heard that... Um, what did I say, Cuomo? I'm a little out of it a little bit today, but I'll tell you later sometime. Um, the I, I heard that Harris is going to Florida... And they're very much excited because the they're going to get 100 million vaccine doses out to the people. Like they're going to make it within so many days uh, in the presidency. He wanted to do it within 100 days and it's faster. But then he forgot that President Trump kind of started it. I read somewhere that Pfizer wasn't part of Operation Warp Speed because that's the operation that Trump started to get the vaccines out. I really think it's everybody's own decision what they uh, want to do. But in Europe, you already hear about passports. 
that you can only travel if you have a passport that shows that you have the vaccine. But then you also hear in the news that some people get corona after the vaccine. I also know that in my surroundings that people actually get the vaccine and get uh, fall ill. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of news in and uh, about it, and I think everybody should make their own decision on what to do with it. And, but yeah, for them it's a big accomplishment. They say even though Trump started it, but they don't want to give any credit to President Trump whatsoever. Um, Someone made a joke. They probably also will blame President Trump for failing stairs that they inherited from the Trump administration, meaning the stairs of the plane, that they inherited the failing failing staircase from the Trump administration. Yeah, they everything is blamed on Trump. People are waking up. They see what's going on. The gas prices in the USA have gone up. We also noticed that I think it's about a, like 80 cents, 70 cents. Some places it's more. And it's funny to see people that are like, oh my God, my gas prices. I, I didn't even fill up my tank. And then... Um, well, Biden is literally the first president that is creating his own memes. What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. He is so literally he creating his own memes. He is making a complete caricature of himself. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, he also, oh, yeah, when he said certain things. But then again, President Trump also did that. You know, when you take things out of context, you have little things. But this is in context, like yeah, in context, equity and equality. Oh yeah, when he president, said- vice president. Yeah. N- not being able to walk stairs. Like if if you if you stumble once, okay. But this is. I I I, st- I said it from the beginning. This is elderly abuse. Yeah, and also they say that when you have failing, if you're impaired, mentally impaired, you starting to lose also control over your feet, right? That you you cannot walk as well. That's what I've heard. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I have nothing against Biden this way because I don't know him. I actually feel really bad for him. Yeah, he but we don't know him personally, so we cannot say we hear stories, we want to read them and, and, and learn from it. But what we see right now, I think if he was my grandfather, I would be like, maybe you should stay home with your dogs as long as you still remember them and understand that they're your dogs. Um, yeah, it's... But yeah, they put him there. They He's in charge of America but um yeah, yeah, but he would he would reality. go in the, in the history books as the uh, vice president of the first uh, black president african american president and now he goes into the history books as the, the f- what, how how do you call this i don't know we will the history will be hopefully well depends if the media is going to write the history he will be the most amazing compassionate president ever goes in history books as a mockery, a complete mockery. Depending on who writes the history, because you know that that's why we're all here. So we write history. They and cannot erase all the videos. <laughs> they will try. They actually will try. I'll tell you why I know this. Because I've been following, for instance, the protests in the Netherlands that are going out of control. And I was looking up some protests and videos that I shared like a year ago, two years ago, when the police was already abusing and mistreating uh, peaceful protesters and in the Netherlands they're like yeah but it's the Netherlands it's a nice country no they they follow human rights right but then all these videos were erased 
So they're trying to erase history. That's why I tell everybody save important videos. And what I'm also happy about is that so many people are starting to film whatever is happening around them because that's the only way you know what really happened. And the more you uh, film from the beginning to end, that's the best. And today there was actually a protest in Amsterdam. And one of the... Uh, I followed this. I was watching this live stream from uh, Peter's News. And... You saw from the beginning to the end, but he didn't bring enough power banks with him. So it cut off when they were still, when the police kept them, um, how do you say that, rounded up for over four hours. And then they would get car and buses to get them, to drive them out of the city and then drop them somewhere. I think these are all human rights violations, but we can go and talk about it in a little bit. But the nice thing was we could follow it at least up to those six hours. So next time I advise him to bring an extra power bank because you don't know with this Dutch police, it could go on forever. Yeah, but this was so unexpected. Yeah. Uh, this is literally detaining people. Yeah, so, so they, you know, these uh, beautiful canals in Amsterdam. Um, so they were protesting in, in a field or um, what do you call that? An open space against the lockdown measures. If you protest against Black Lives Matter, you can do that. If you can do a protest against climate change, they will even put toilets there for you to help you out but if you're against the government they will put out the full force police many more police officers have come out since they don't want to be part of this anymore so that's a good thing that police are starting to be uh, crazy but then as you can see people were left this open field because corona they had and then they were walking through the streets and the canals of amsterdam and people were being forced very close together because and they were not allowed to leave anymore and they've been standing here for four hours and i think this is a way to um to to break you to make sure you don't come back tomorrow and the next days because you know you don't want to be there when you don't you're not able to go to the bathroom they kept these people locked up and uh, and rounded up within a you know two streets on this canal and this guy was filming the all those hours and then of course i don't know what happened afterwards but buses would come up and one guy was saying uh okay what are they going to do now they're going to load us up in buses where are we going to auschwitz uh apparently they're going like 20 kilometers outside of the city center they were dropped there and then they were like okay where am i uh and some people were joking about because the one thing i really like is first of all i stand with these protesters you are allowed to peacefully protest that is the law and even though the police doesn't follow it and the mayors and they are um, using double standards to make decisions these people were all so positive and happy you just saw them dancing it's a typical dutch dance called the polonaise well in the south of holland we do that during carnival uh, and people were just standing there and they were like, yeah, we are just, and they were peaceful and they were just, you will probably see more people and they were all being interviewed. And it's, if you see, these are normal people, normal people like you and me, um, they make them out in the media. Like they are some kind of, uh, hooligans or crazy, crazy people. No, they just don't think that the lockdown measures, you have to understand in the Netherlands, they've had a curfew from 9 PM to the next morning for weeks already. They're not free there. And these people are normal Dutch people. They're like, we want our life back. This is not normal. And the police is, yeah, forcing them um, to, you know, to be there, stand there. And I think, really think this is a way for them to, uh, they're forcing these people so close together. So if it was the reason that these people were there, 
because uh, Corona measures, the police is doing the opposite. Every time the people are separate and with a lot of people in an open field and they have, they can be just the distance that they want from each other, they force them together. And the crazy thing is if you see the police afterwards, they're going to get some uh, a snack at a snack bar and they're all standing very close in line. So it's all theater that they're doing. Yeah, but this might also lead to something worse because now they... Uh, they lined them up, they put them in buses, and they drove them uh, 20 clicks outside of the uh, city center. But That sounds familiar, right? Yeah, but the, the, imagine if this is, they're testing the water. So if people accept this, wh what will the next step be? Because they have the mandate, they, have, they now have a law that states that if they suspect people having COVID, they can put your, they can isolate you in they i don't think they call it camps but effectively they are covid camps so yeah. if they they could actually claim that these people were in very close proximity to each other so the chance that they somebody catch uh, caught covid is very high so instead of putting them in buses and driving them away and uh, dropping them off somewhere they could actually now put drive them up to those camps and put them in those camps because you're saying camps but they already designated a hospital in the north of uh, the Netherlands as a designated area to drop people that might have been in contact with a COVID person. But I keep saying this to you. The politicians don't have to test themselves. They always keep them out of all the measures themselves. You never see him see them walk around with a mask on, uh, only on TV. But if you just catch them in their um, you know off time, you will see them without a mask. And it's all theater and they have put in place a rule that's found on the website uh, of the government saying that if you want to travel to the Netherlands, you have to get two COVID tests. But then that's the people that are excluded include uh, people of foreign governments, diplomats, politicians. And so that means all these politicians that make these rules, they don't have to test themselves. But then they put in like on if they test themselves, they make it a theater piece to show people look this politician got tested but it's not mandatory they don't have to it's just a thing for theater that's why uh, there's like there's a difference there's there's a different rules one rule for you and the other rule for them but just as a little context when hitler came to power and uh, they also introduced uh, sort of they they would pick if your kid would have a disability they offer to uh, support them so they would pick them up they would go to a disability hospital or whatever you want to call it basically it was just a camp and then oh my god they, he or she died it's very unfortunate but they died yeah imagine so so i i i i'm i'm not going to tell you that this is what's going to happen but Keep in mind that if they are able, if they are allowed to put you or your family members in a Bus. COVID hospital, yeah. so what is it? I, I, I think it's more of a camp, but um, th they can isolate you from your family members because you have COVID. So in, in, in the case of Second World War, it was because of a disability. What can they do to you there? 
yeah, that and you have it nobody, should not be allowed. And you have nobody watching. Also, these people that were like put in line and rounded up because they were arrested. These thousands of people that were rounded up in this canal. Remember, these are the canals where Anne Frank lived. So I said, okay, so we have all these houses there. And these people are waiting there. Is there not one person in one of those uh, canal houses that could open the door and let them through through the Achterhuis, which is the back house, like the where Anne Frank actually was hiding. But isn't there a way out from the back to get away, get out? Like nobody in that street helps these people that were there. They were stuck there for a long time. So that also says something about the Dutch people, that they are, as they say, collaborating with the enemy, which is the police in this case, And they don't help the peaceful protesters because, again, and I keep telling people, if you protest, it's great that you go out. And if you are peacefully protesting, I'm sure you would be there and then just leave peacefully. But if the police rounds you up and pushes you together, pushes you in buses together with a lot of people, yeah, you have chance that there's more infection, whatever virus is is around but if you keep people just out in the open and not going to chase them people are more safe so why is the police doing this but just these people i was watching them they were like yeah a few people have already gone into the car into the bus so they were with more there were more protesters and less police so how is it possible that they all were complying with this weird rule because they're allowed to be outside okay so let let me that's a nice little bridge because I think I said um, uh, Germany and Switzerland, but I meant Austria. I don't know if I said it uh, incorrectly, but I meant Germany and Austria. Um, but this is actually a very good one because Switzerland is right next to it. And yeah. why didn't they Invade do that in Switzerland? You and that's because answer. everybody uh, had to carry a gun there. I think every household had to carry a gun. I think Switzerland still has sort of the same gun laws as the U.S., even a little bit, bit more lenient. So you discovered that this week. Yeah, so people, that that's that's I think that's why they want to ban guns in the U.S., because they know that they do not stand a chance of pulling something like this in states like Texas. Yeah. They would never do that. Yeah. That's why... Gun laws, if, if you have very strict gun laws, I, I I would be all for it, but only when you are 100% sure that you can trust the government, that you can trust people. There's no way. So only if, if the government, everybody in government, would be replaced by a dog, <laughs> because I trust them way more than people, then I would be all for very strict gun laws. At the moment, definitely not. Okay, someone says that I am trotting along too much. That's in Dutch, they're saying that. But I wonder what part. What part is crazy? Because um, I'm just stating things that are happening. These people are peacefully protesting. Even if it's an illegal protest, people are allowed to protest. There's uh, UN and amnesty laws for that. In America, even people we don't like or people we like, they're all allowed to just come out and gather and protest. And then the police just goes with them on a bike and they just support them. And that's why most protests are okay, going well. It's only the time when the, the people on top are telling the police to do something uh, that they normally don't do or force them to do things that 
they normally would actually step in. Like for instance, with the looting, they were not allowed to do anything. But then with the protest, they were step. They were forced to be very tough on the protesters at time. That's when you get problems. That's why it's always the mayor that is the one that causes this. This is Mayor De Halsema from Amsterdam that causes this. In the New York, it was Mayor De Blasio. Good mayors treat everybody equally. Good mayors will give everybody the right to protest whatever is going on because it's the number one right. And the funny thing is that the mayor of Amsterdam has once said, you know, even with the government that is being very tough, everybody should have the right to protest. You don't have to ask permission. But now she just, she changes her mind. She forces police to do this. But also, so you're lining up people, you're putting them in buses and you drive them out of the city. So that effect... Uh, can you be imprisoned for um, not not adhering to the COVID rules, like not wearing a mask and being in close proximity, or is it just a fine? I don't know what it is. It's probably so. The, so in the end, it doesn't matter. So dependent on how severe your crime is, your or misdemeanor, um, they can detain you for six or nine hours. Yep. Okay. But six they, hours. I saw. So. But regardless, if you are detained by a police officer and if you have to be in a uh, either on the street or somewhere else, wouldn't it be in in any case? Wouldn't it be a human rights violation to put them in a bus and drop them off twenty kilometers yes, from where they? Is, I was just that's, saying <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's I said that in the, a few minutes ago. It's uh, I think that's another human rights violation. But the list of human rights violations. So it's. Taking the right to pro- taking the right to protest from them, dumping them somewhere, dumping them somewhere. It's also and, and like detaining people in the cold. Also forcing them to not adhere to the COVID rules because they're forcing people very close together in a bus. So they're this is you're being the you this is they're mind effing you basically, but. No, they're they're step by step taking it a bit yeah, farther. And, and I keep talking about a forbidden book. Can I can I call out the name of the book? Just the book of Hitler. Yeah, the Mein Kampf book. Yeah. Read the book. So you see and what this is happening. Is, he describes the stuff. He was so mentally insane and he he actually did the same things as that are going on now, but they do it really slow, step by step. Yeah, they take read Read the book, yeah, and start recognizing it. Everybody who thinks Lonnick is taking it too far, no, they're they're doing it really slowly, and this is what it will lead to. Yeah, it so is not good. I didn't read the book. You read it. You were surprised. Oh my god, this is what exactly what's happening right now. Well, not in that extreme yet, but the beginning is. No, there. but there are parts that that are very recognizable and, and very concerning. Yeah. Um. So I think that we are. What we are dealing with is that people should just go out and make fun. Make fun and have fun. You're in your rights. Um, because they are treating you differently than other protesters. If they were treating everybody equally, I would have maybe had a different opinion. But because only the protests against the government are being used as, oh, you are making the virus worse and... Um, and then other people that come together, like I see there were some protests at night the night before, which is a different group of people. 
There was no um, Romeos. There was no police force, no dogs. Also, these police officers. Did you see the protest last week in The Hague where they were actually, the police officer was telling the dog to bite a man that was already on the ground. And the dog was like, I don't want to do that. And then today there was another dog that, I, I shared this video on Twitter, this woman that was standing there with her hands in her pocket, I believe. And she was just being pushed really uh, with this... Um, um, you know, what do you call that thing in English? The ploertendoder in Dutch. That thing. The, Some the, kind the of stick, baton the stick, or something. The stick, the stick. And then the dog was like going after the stick, not even after the person because the dogs are smarter than these police officers. But again, I also want to say there's a lot of police officers that are coming out saying we don't want to be part of this anymore. This is not normal. Yeah, but they were also explaining what their colleagues would say. Yeah. That if... It, it was a little rhyme that they made that if you don't wear a mask, they, we can beat you in the neck and stuff like that. It was completely disgusting. Yeah. So we all, the, the people that are still doing this are either really afraid of their job or complete sadists. Yeah, they, they like to hurt people. Or they really think, yeah, we're going... These people, you saw the video. We can see, show you much more thanks to Peter's News. Uh He's just a journalist who once I heard that he wants to make this his job. I think he should. Also, Arnold Karskens Karskens from Omroep Ongehoord. These are smaller uh, groups that just go out there with the camera and they start live streaming. That's the only journalism that we need these days. How are they able to detain a journalist? Yeah, That's another human rights violation. He was like, I want to leave. No, you're not allowed. That's not a lot. Also, in other protests, I don't think the Dutch police f- are taught what the human rights are internationally, what the UN says, what Amnesty says. So they don't know that they're continuously um, breaking the laws, breaking the rules. And it's not the protesters, it's actually the police. And maybe they don't know, maybe they're stupid, but we see it on every level. We see it in the tax authorities, we see it in other these. Uh, government officials, they don't know what they're doing. They're clueless. But it's dangerous when people that have that don't know what they're doing when they have power over other people. But it's, but it's worse because this week I discovered that if if a government uh, organ did something wrong and they start an investigation by law, they, are, they aren't allowed to uh, inform you about the outcome of the investigation or about the wrongdoing. So even if they did something wrong, you will never hear about it. It will never come out. Even though you're the victim. Even if you are the victim. Yeah. that's th- This is a world upside down completely. And I don't know when or how they sneaked in these little laws. But... The, the, uh, yeah, it's on every level. But... What I like to see is that all these, I would be there too. If I was in the Netherlands, I go out here too to protest because here they are still like, that's a right. Um, And even if there is a virus, you still have the right to protest. And in the Netherlands, you have that too. But these mayors, they forget about it. They want to use it. And they're probably going to say that there's going to be a uptick in the cases. But the one thing they didn't do the past year was to get more hospital beds or more personnel so they're just using it to make people so scared. And every person that's like going after me saying, you're crazy. These people shouldn't protest. They should stay at home. More people are going to die. I'm like, okay, you know, can you answer why these politicians don't have to test when they come into the Netherlands and you have to? They don't have the same rules. And also... Um, they protest for your freedom as well. You probably don't realize it right now, but these people that are out there, they're protesting for everybody's right, even the people they don't like. 
for instance, we have these Black Lives Matter protests. I have, I don't like them. I don't stand for that cause because I actually care about all Black Lives Matter, which Black Lives Matter only cares about the people that support them, uh, and not all Black Lives Matter. Uh, but they should protest. It should be equal. All the people that you don't like should be out there protesting. What's wrong with that? Just protesting. It's fine. But for some reason, people don't want to hear other opinions. And that, I think, is such a bad thing in democracy. So tomorrow, I think there's going to be more protests. People are like, we're going to do it again and again. And you have to understand, at one point, you see in other parts of Europe that the police stand sometimes with the protesters. They take off their helmets. They're like, yeah, you're right. We're, what we're doing is crazy. We saw protests in London. People were moving. That's the one thing I would also advise the Dutch people if they... Just walk around and, and, and try to find a, a street that you cannot be enclosed. So bigger streets. And By the way, I was showing a video of a, a woman getting pushed in front of a police car. Oh, yeah. That the was the person that is pushing her, for all, all the American viewers, they are actually police officers. In disguise. In disguise. But so they, they, they dress as civilians and yeah. they try to blend in. That's another, another human, human rights, rights violation. <laughs> it's another human rights violation because uh, the Amnesty and UN, they say apparently that police officers need to be very well recognized and identified as police officers. So what I saw today, which was different, I saw all these Romeos and these these uh, in disguise police officers, they suddenly all wear, wore their shirts with police on it. So maybe they got... Amnesty has come out already about um, that they're investigating these protests. So maybe the Dutch government's like, oh, let's, you know, what can we do to make sure that Amnesty is not giving us shit? Um, yeah, so they they now we're all wearing these, these coats with police on it. And I've been watching and following a lot of protests from live streams from beginning to end. So I see how they started. They're always peaceful. And then these police officers come in to, to instigate unrest. And then these outside official police officers that are in uh, uniform, they have a reason to come in and then remove everybody. And one of the things is that the another humor rises, even if an, it's an illegal protest, you cannot, as a police force, move people out of an area because then you can get uh, riots. So you protect people that are peacefully protesting. You you protect them from people that want to commit violence and you go with them, go with the flow, but you don't just use these water cannons and tear gas to get people or round them up uh, and keep them imprisoned like that. Uh, that's not the way to do it, follow, following the guidelines of Amnesty and the UN. Um, so that's another human rights violation right there. To be actively and aggressively moving people from... And also spreading them out the city. That's why people started walking. But I don't think people should be... Obviously in the Netherlands you cannot just peacefully protest and sit on the ground on a field. Because they will hit you and kick you. So the only thing you can do is protect yourself and start moving. And like they did here, um, you know, with these protests, they move on the streets and they all have people also to protect each other and inform each other. So, But do you think this would be, this would ever happen here in the US? Would the police, w do you think the police would do something like this? No, because this is, this is a human rights violation. Also, people have guns here. 
So I think it would be become a problem here much quicker than in the Netherlands, where people, they first of all, in the Netherlands, people don't feel like this is a peaceful country, right? That's what they think. We don't need guns. We don't need that. We want just, we have the police to protect us. But now they're realizing they're not protecting us and we have nothing to protect ourselves with. That's uh, th they should by accident beat a person of color. You then mean the, the world officer. would completely blow up. Well, I've seen it uh, in Eindhoven. They did that, and then so why is it? Why aren't people reacting to that? Because I think that you should react to everybody that's being unfairly treated. But apparently, the yeah, media is very focused on a certain thing. So what maybe they should. I don't know. I'm just scrolling <laughs> through them. But also this guy, they, they are. He is down already. He is underground, and they start beating him and then even even though he is already on the ground the, the dog still didn't bite him and then they try to get his hands off the dog and then they tell the dog bite him what the hell is wrong with you yeah and they also get these horses horses when you have police horses you need to use them to guide people but not to actively attack people that are sitting or standing somewhere you're bringing these do these dogs and these horses into danger. So ev everybody it's, it's who animal who, abuse. Yeah, but it's also everybody abuse. who questions gun laws, this is literally why you shouldn't have strict gun laws yeah. because there are sadistical people. Watch the uh, movie uh, Das Experiment from the it's based on the yeah. Stanford Prison Experiment. Th this is what these cops are thinking. They are in a position of authority and, power. and people cannot deal with that. Actually, a friend of yours, the yeah. uh, the actress from uh, Gilligan's Island, yeah. she, she always uh, t told us that uh, the man in her industry, uh, they could not deal with the, the fame and the power. Yeah. It's yeah. the same here. Yeah, but the, the, in general, it's just people in power. You see that with the mayor in Amsterdam. She said first when she was just a person protesting, yeah, everybody has a right to protest. But now she's the mayor and now she is, you know, corruption and, and power, you know, you become corrupted with power and you see that happening. But someone mentioned in the live stream that this kind of violence only happens in the Netherlands right now. And the Netherlands is considered in the world as like, and they're hitting people in the face. Sorry, yeah. but check this video. He hits the guy in the face. Yeah, they're crazy. These police officers and nuns are crazy. And, they're, and they they act of, they're aggra there's no reason to be this aggressive because these people were just standing there. Leave them there. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I didn't this see. Is, this is not, this is th these aren't videos from years ago. This is a, for this all the American viewers. Week. This is from the past weeks. This is what's happening in Holland due to the lockdowns. Yeah. You are not allowed to protest and you and they, they beat you. the shit out of you. Oh my you. god, if this was happening in America, we would have George Floyd protests all over the place. And then we would probably have a protest in Amsterdam that was would be allowed. And then they would be, oh, what's happened in America is so bad. And let thousands of people come together because then it's allowed. So some people were joking in the live stream today. Maybe we should say next time we're for Black Lives Matter. We protest for Black Lives Matter. Then they let us do us. It, okay, so this is happening. This is real. I'm always trying to be realistic. So I will always tell you to be peaceful because we are going to show them. That's what I tell everybody. 
the right, right way to deal with situations, to lower the, 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 the temperature and to let off some steam. And people are actually, because what is happening in Amsterdam, people are more, more people. I advise the, the mayors in the Netherlands, what you're doing is actually going to make these protests bigger. Is that what you want? Do you want people to get hurt? Because at one point it will be so big that you are the minority. Why are you letting this get out of hand? You should just stand down, be there, be present. If someone crazy, just keep them separate from the peaceful protesters. Why aren't you doing your job? These are very incompetent people, but we've seen it, like I said before, on every level of government. Uh, and also we had the elections this week. There's a lot about the elections, the Dutch elections. So again, Mark Rutte, who is the prime minister, who has lied so much and has so many scandals on his name and nobody cares. They still voted for him. Well, apparently he was also not really campaigning. All around the Netherlands, there were posters of him. That's kind of the campaigning that he did. And he was also in the news. They all drew like these Hitler mustache on him. And he's winning the fourth term. That's what he say. And also out of the blue, even though she's very unpopular, Sigrid Kaag became second party, the second party with the most votes, the D66. We had 37 parties we could vote from. Uh, one party that was doing a lot of um, campaigning was Forum for Democracy. They got eight seats out of the 150 and some people are saying, yeah, if they didn't, if they didn't campaign, they probably would have not been in the, 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 the parliament. And also some two people that were very outspoken against the government that were present in the past four years, Henk Krol and uh, Femke Merel van Kote Arissen, they didn't win a seat. So they are, you know, not going to be able to, to give, um, pushback, a pushback on this government. So e we're everybody that was cri critical against our sitting government, they got ousted. Yeah, or they got eight only eight seats. Uh, because you cannot, if it's such a big movement, you cannot give them less seats than eight seats. So you know, it had to be something that is believable, but. Yeah, it's just the way it is. We also had a lot of mail-in ballots in the Netherlands. I voted as well. My vote, it took $40. It was sent. It, it took two weeks to get there. It got there right at midnight, the day of the election. So it was just in time. Um, but many mail-in ballots, even if you didn't have the signature, they would be counted. We also shared videos that some uh, mail-in ballots were dismissed because they were wrong and then others were actually approved. So... There was a lot that was going on and many people were questioning the safety of this election for a while. We will hear more about that. I cannot tell you my opinion because I have not done enough research. I'm just telling you that people are questioning it and we will hear more about it. But they want Rutte and Kaag. I said it, I, I predicted this. They want, even though she wasn't popular, suddenly she had a big rise just before the election. They want her to probably be, become the prime minister and to do this uh, plan 2030 to, uh, to build back better. Like everybody, Biden, everybody, they want to do that, the build back better. It's so, it's not like I'm making this up. This is for everybody to see. They're all members of the World Economic Forum and they want to just change the world in their favor. Many people around the world are not happy. They go on the streets, like in London, saw Eileen saying, 
people even in London or in England don't know what's going on in London. But you see, you ha- that's why you need to have these civilians like you and me to film, to talk about what's happening. Otherwise, you won't see it in the media. And I hope that, you know, um, if we will continue doing it here on YouTube and that if, it does, if you cannot do it here, we will do it on Gab or other platforms. And you will see that there's much more activity on those other platforms. And yeah, the violence in The Hague was definitely worse. It was last week. I saw that. I was like flabbergasted that these police officers would actually think that they're in the right. And if you see the people that are there, they're 80-year-old people that are like, we'd rather die with living a healthy, normal life than being forced to be at home. And uh, this is, where is this? In London? Yeah, and th- but, but this is also... But this this is going to happen more and more. This, in in you saw that in Russia, it was a completely different reason. But they uh, at one point they actually surrounded police officers. Oh yeah. And that's it's going to happen at one point. Yeah, the police officers are there for your to to keep you safe. They never have time to uh, to investigate rape allegations or um, uh, burglaries, robberies. They never have time. But for this, they have so many. But. In the end of the Netherlands, there are only a certain amount of police officers that are there. And um, I think there's more people that, you know, I'm just saying what I hear. People just want to go out on the streets and protest. It's their right. Who am I to say you're wrong to go out for, for a virus or whatever reason? Next time they say UFOs are here, you cannot protest. Then people are still allowed to protest. It's your right. And I keep saying I would always stand by human rights. And I stand with the people that are being mistreated. And does sometimes, like here in New York, it was the police. There wasn't the police. But they were outspoken. They right away said, yeah, our mayor, they let us do things. Or they forced us to not interfere, not go after the rioters or the looters. Um, they were outspoken on it because about it. Because they, they, they knew it was wrong. And I stand by the police here because not with the... You have to see that police officers can make a decision if they want to comply or not. But it's the people in charge, the mayors and the top of the police force. They're the ones that make these decisions. So don't be angry with the whole police force. Only the individuals like that we just saw that were hitting people for no reason. Crazy. Are you insane? Uh, So the individual ones that really you know, go overboard that are extreme, extremely aggressive. But But why is everybody, like all the police officers in Amsterdam and in Den Haag, why are they all dressed in riot gear? Why the the protests are... Peaceful. Peaceful. There's no sign of it. So just dress them as regular police officers and have, have riot police stand by, but not... They start out with riot police. Yeah, because they want this. There, this is instigated. That's what I've seen happen over and over again. It's not only these. It's even before the lockdown. I've seen protests happening over the past years that really got out of hand for the wrong reason. And actually, when I looked into it, into these undercover police officers like Romeos, they call them, is that there were um, uh, football supporters or soccer supporters of, I think, Celtic that played in Amsterdam and that they said that they suddenly they were attacked out of the blue by people dressed in normal clothes 
and they apparently were undercover police, but they weren't sign showing any identification. So they started fighting back. And then a few of them were very severely injured. And they also tell the same story. Out of the blue, out of the blue, these Undercover people, apparently, but just regular people, are starting to hit us and get us. And we don't... You know, if you be attacked, you fight back, right? So that was in a... There's a court case on that. And I saw some videos of media that were talking about it. And the, the lawyer was talking about what happened. And this is exactly the same. But it's... People are protesting, protesting peacefully. And then these... Undercover police officers, they feel the need. And you have so many videos, not just one, so many. That out of the blue, they just grab someone that's just standing there. It's to instigate a riot. That's what... I cannot make anything else because if they didn't want a riot... Because they know, the mayor, Femke Halsman, knows that if you... She knows that if you use excessive police force in a peaceful protest, you will... She said that with the Black Lives Matter when thousands of people joined. And there was also coronavirus at that time. She was like, yeah, but if I let it happen because I was overwhelmed, we didn't expect this. And if I would interfere, then we would get riots. She's, so she knows. They want this. So people are be like, oh, these crazy wappies. They call them wappies in the Netherlands. Um, the crazy people. And then the police officers, they are about, they're talking. Yeah, let's hit some wappies. Okay, so the Gestapo did the same thing. Was a secret. Oh, another another chapter from the German handbook. Yeah, and then also on the same street on the canals, very close to where Anne Frank had to hide from them um, and hide for her life. And in the end, she was also rounded up. And the only difference is that this time it's buses and it's not trains. But the people there were already joking, and they complied. So actually, that's not true. I saw one guy jump over the railing and was swimming to the other side and people were cheering. Um, it's kind of weird that they do this cat and mouse games with uh, peaceful protesters. And yeah, I think that that um, you we need to call it out, call it as it is. I stand by all the people that are peacefully protesting. It's the only way, love, happiness, health, fresh air supporting each other and those people are not that's the one thing i don't get is that they make it sound like these people don't acknowledge coronavirus they actually do but after a year they have seen the damage that the lockdowns have done that and that they don't do anything to actually contain the virus no extra hospital beds no extra medical personnel all these rules only for the regular people but not for the politician that they wake up they're like this is not okay why aren't you doing what is logical? Why does everybody have to have a vaccination and you're not looking at medication? Because in America, they at least look at medication to help people. And in the Netherlands, you cannot talk about it. So that is what's happening in the world. And I, I can't wait for tomorrow. I hope that everybody stays peaceful and happy, positive, film everything, bring extra power banks because... Yeah, what is that woman doing? Why is she doing that? Or is she actually keeping the people at a distance, the police? Because if you're being attacked, uh, many women here are advising other women to uh, carry around uh, pepper spray just to keep you safe from crazy people. So what is this? This is weird. 
So do people think that she's... Do, you, do the people think that she is also an undercover police officer? What is it? It doesn't story? matter uh, which one it is, but the uh, it seems like the uh, peaceful protesters are actually taking care of it themselves because they don't know if it's police or if it's a, a fellow protester, but apparently they don't agree with her methods yeah. of using pepper spray, aka using violence. So I'm very happy that also the Kapitein is a Dutch uh, channel that shows a lot of things. I'm very happy that people are, you know, the right the people within the groups that are starting to become violent, that themselves they're taking care of it. That's the way to do it. They don't want, if you want a peaceful protest and they say in the Netherlands, like, go drink coffee uh, together. Um, I think love will trump hate in the end and the truth will prevail. It will take some time. Um, like the, you know, what gives me hope is that I hope it doesn't get as far as the world war two, but in the end, the, the people that were in, um, the resistance, they won with the help of the Americans, but the resistance won. So I believe that in the end people will see. Okay. But don't forget that uh, before Hitler went completely nuts. The U.S. was actually promoting him. Yeah, because I think what I got from it, from history, is that they first thought that he was, you know, because he was building um, highways, highways and cars highways, for the cars. people. People were getting a lot of money. And then something happened. I haven't looked into that part, but something switched and everything went out of control. So be careful. If a politician promise you, promises you a lot of things. From the government. From the government. Like what's happening now, free Biden. this, free that, healthcare, education, uh, uh, gone with the student debts. There is always something they want in return. Yeah, it's never and this for is free. And this is the same thing. Hitler promised a lot of things to everybody. I'm not comparing Biden to Hitler, but just just be aware Any, anybody, of what happened. Anybody that's... Uh, because if you... Um, are if the government, if you're relying on the government, the government has power over you. So what Trump, for instance, wanted to do was to give the power to the people and everybody be independent, low gas prices, so you could drive everywhere. Um, you know, food prices, make sure that that everything is being manufactured in in, in America. Um, so less taxes, so you could take better care of your family, and. Less government, just less jobs, less governments, more money to the to the schools, individual projects that do good. Um, yeah, but he wasn't allowed to run to win or to be in the office for four more years. We all saw what happened. You have to read up on the parts of history that are missing. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that's that, a good one. I start. I, I wanted to go to university, but I didn't have the right paperwork for it because I wanted to skip a lot of grades. Or a lot of steps so i did a test and one of the uh, tests you had to do was uh, the history since 1945 and a little bit before that but it was condensed and it it seemed like parts of it were missing and that's when i started doing research and actually the parts that are missing are the most interesting because i see somebody who says that uh, the us actually defeated uh, uh, germany but the parts that are missing in most history books is that uh, Russia completed, uh, completely depleted uh, the German military because they suffered great losses and they were done with it and they decimated the German army. 
they completely decimated them. And then, uh, then the U.S. Uh, came in to deliver the final blow. But without them, it would never, it would would have never stopped. That that's a part that is completely omitted from Dutch history classes. Um, but also the things we were talking about before, that everybody praised Hitler for what he did, that um, they g- gave uh, free stuff away, that um, they put people in rehabilitation camps, but for like different reasons. That look at the parts of history that are missing because they are very recognizable at the moment and it's very concerning. And also talk to, there are still a few survivors alive. Unfortunately, my grandma, well, actually I'm happy she died before all this craziness because that would have been so unfair for her. She was 94 and I talked to her a lot about the World War II and especially because she was living on the border of Germany. She has a lot of German, uh, her mother was German. So um, so they had. she could tell me exactly what life was like and she was telling it like realistically, like this is what happened and... She also said that life was pretty good at the beginning and then everything went crazy. Um, So basically what you need to do is always stand up for what's right and call out what's what's wrong and be positive, be together. And what they want is to have people stand, that's with racism and everything in America. They want people to start fighting with each other on that stuff so that you don't see what the bigger picture was really happening. And someone is saying, yeah, they want one big Europe, one big EU. That's exactly what Hitler wanted. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of same things happening. And I feel very bad for the people that have lived a perfect, nice life that are in the 60s or something that didn't experience the war. And now they're realizing, okay, what's going on? This is They don't even understand that it's weird because they just think, yeah, it's just my life is still okay and it's not that bad, but and it is bad. And yeah, it's uh the mo- the moment it gets completely out of hand for everybody is the moment that a lot of things already normalized and people accept that they are like the police that they accept that they have to do stuff like they're doing on the uh, with the protesters. It, they normalize it step by step. And the moment it's too late is the moment that a lot of things are completely normalized and people don't look at it anymore. Dirk, I also see my video that it's not as uh, bright. Is that mi- my thing or is it, do you see it well? I see it perfectly. Oh, so it's very sharp for you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm uh, very happy that this protest... Um, I think the police did a few things differently. They had these undercover police officers with the police on their shirts. I think it was good that the people stayed peaceful and happy and positive. They were singing. They were having fun. It's just unfortunate. They were try to... Um, uh, how do you say that? To... Ontmoedigen. Uh, Discourage. Discourage you. To um, not protest anymore, go out with each other. And but you have seen that they treat other people with other protests differently, so it's not fair. And you could jokingly maybe say that you're protesting for this climate. Someone in the video stream said, "Yeah, we say that we don't. We support. We su- we protest the social climate." 
because that's what it is. If you just write social, very small, and then climate big on your sign. But just start using different words like the Jensaki woman. It's not a crisis, it was a challenge. A challenge. Yeah. And uh, outsmart them. It's a cat and mouse game. Outsmart them in a smart way, in a in a in a fair way that's legal. Because I also saw someone send me a message that Thierry Baudet, the Dutch opposition leader, again they arrested him for not following the law. I they do that with the people they don't like. They will find a way to to arrest them in the Netherlands, and they will do that with um, won't do that with other people. But I feel a little better, even though New York is also. You know, there's things happening here as well. And I want to also go to Florida where the prices are going through the roof because everybody wants to be in Florida. But in New York, they have these laws that they want a mandatory vaccine. But I also know a lot of people just do it out of free will. And I'm surprised. Even people that I always thought that would be more, you know, just wait and see, they take it. Because everybody, most people are afraid that they cannot travel anymore. I hear that they want to put these passports out for travel internationally but not within america yet uh i think the people of texas and florida if they continue this they will probably save america maybe the whole world again because they are like no human rights human rights you cannot do this so we'll have to see and i do notice that around the world more people are waking up but you also have people that still listen to one radio station and get very outraged by president trump or one tv station and they are like biden is the best he's doing the best i'm like uh did you see the gas prices did you see the border crisis did you see this did you see that did you see yeah it's that that uh, biden didn't give a press conference but then they're like no but Jen Psaki did these press conferences and that's the way to do it. No, the president also has to do a press conference. Trump did it all the time. And yeah, so that is a little bit what we have been dealing with and seeing around the world. We see more protests against the lockdown. There are, I think there are the Ramadan is coming up. I think it's April 12th. So people are saying, oh yeah, they're probably going to end the, the curfew in the Netherlands right before the Ramadan. Oh, and yeah, stay, I always say stay healthy, stay safe. But also I had to do a COVID test this week because I had to go through a medical procedure and it was mandatory. Well, if you are in a medical facility and you, I understand you have to be tested or take your temperature or stuff. It's your body or health. And, but this time they did the test in my nostrils and it's two centimeters up my nose, like up here. And then they go around a few times on both sides. And it was already like my nerves, like endings there were like, like this. Okay. The next day, my nostrils were hurting so much and I had a migraine because it was so dry. And then I get a migraine up here that two days I was in bed because I couldn't do anything. I was like, Maybe for some people, they are okay. I cannot even imagine doing this for kids. They want this also that kids are tested. But I am trying to avoid it as much as possible because my nostrils and the, 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 the what do you call that? The, um, the soft area of your nose, the membrane inside, it was just really irritated. And then all these bacteria can come in. So I had like some infection or whatever. So that was kind of the worst part of the whole procedure was just getting that damn COVID test. 
I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but it was my first time after a year. I avoided it for a year. But if you have to have a medical procedure, you have to sometimes do that. Um, if they tell you the doctors. And also, there are doctors here that we've spoken to that didn't want uh, the vaccine, but they have to. And then one doctor um, was canceling appointments because she was sick after the, the vaccine. Then some say, no, that's good. That's actually your immune system is fighting the virus. But we also saw that the, the, the India prime minister, he got the vaccine yesterday and he's now tested positive. I think it was India or Pakistan, one of these two countries. So well, there's so much we don't know yet. And I think we should always follow science and follow the science. This is, what are we showing there? This is our uh, weekly COVID check. So this is New York um, with a partial lockdown. This is Florida with no lockdown. And this is Texas with also no lockdown. And they just opened up and there is no spike. Yeah. So. So you tell me. There's some places in the world, countries that are questioning and doctors are questioning the, the, the lockdowns don't work. But we already know that it's not only the virus. This is a way to implement the new world they want, the new lifestyle. Yes, I think someone was saying that uh, Rutte is not going to be prime minister that long. He has too many scandals. There's a lot of uh, also investigations coming up and uh, inquiries parliamentary inquiries, I don't know if that's the total word, but concerning this uh, child subsidies affair that I've spoken to before. And then they want a woman, as, and they will make her popular. They will make Kaag pro, uh, popular. She will be the prime minister. And she's married to a Palestinian. You never see him in the news. You don't see our kids in the news. There's nothing we know also about Mark Rutte. We don't know anything about him, really. Well, here, the, if the president, the, the, the first lady, the kids, the dogs, everything is in the news. Talking about the dogs, there was a whole story last week about that uh, mayor, major, the dog that Biden rescued. And it was all over the news. The first rescue putsch in the white house that he bit someone and that he, that the dogs were sent back to delaware and some people were saying well why can't they send biden as well but yeah it's uh we hear about all these people behind the scenes and then and even in london boris johnson all these we all know about the whole family and in the netherlands you don't hear much about the people in charge it's very selective whatever the media wants there's also in the netherlands they have a rule for the media that they cannot uh, chase the the king and queen. They can only they have like a photo shoot one or two times a year, and that's it. And they will ask some questions, but the rest of the year you don't know what they're doing. You cannot ask questions. That's different with the president here. Also, the mayors here are everything is elected. Everybody's elected in the Netherlands. That's not the case. They're all installed. So it's very hard to have a democracy when people are installed and as a person, you don't have any influence. So I'm all for elected officials and uh, elected mayors. So even though we had a bad mayor, people here feel we did it ourselves. We can vote him out. We can vote another one. And also there was a petition to recall uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, and it reached the milestone of 1.5 million uh, votes or yeah signatures. 
Now, of course, they want to really verify every signature. With elections, they don't. But now, because it's Gavin Newsom, they want to. So I think people have some power to get people out. And in other countries like the Netherlands, there's not much democracy. It looks, they want to make it look like the PR is amazing, but they don't want to make it look like it's a democracy. So in the end, whatever is happening in America, it's in the forefront. More and more people see it. We will hear more about it. 16 states are open. I saw that already. But you as a person are in charge still. And one of the things that Dirk said before is that there's still gun laws. But they're going after the gun laws because they want to force through the Congress not only those bills with all those hidden pork, all these hidden um, yeah, payments to things that have nothing to do with COVID, but they also want to go after the gun rights. So everybody is... And states are individually saying we are going to... Uh, put laws in place to not enforce the executive order of Biden. So there's a little more things that people locally can do to show their disdain and upset so that it can change back to better, to the real better that's better for the people. So that's good. Thank you, Vivo, for your sticker, your Superman or Superwoman sticker. I really appreciate you and all the other loyal supporters that's what keep, keeps me going and keeps me also uh, that i do all this research for you and then maybe you find this therapeutic i do i like talking to you guys and um, i also like to answer your questions but also it's just nice that we do this together and it's cheaper also to talk to me than to a psychiatrist or psychologist or a therapist or and i'm not a therapist also for you for me, it's therapeutic, like yes. therapy. For me, this is my... I don't have to go to a therapist. Exactly. It's cheaper. Um, thank you very much, Sniper Bomb, for your question. Um, you say that just when the voting stopped, the voting stopped at 9 o'clock in the Netherlands, Kaag and Rutte claimed they were winning at 10 mi uh, minutes past 9. How is that possible when the votes need to be counted? It smells. Did you also hear that there was this video of Kaag jumping on the table when they saw the results? And then if you look at the door that's open, there's a window behind it and it's still daylight. Even though at 9 o'clock at night, there's no daylight anymore. So people, there's conspiracy theories there as well. Um, you hear people talking about ballots that came from nowhere we've heard these stories in america they're also happening in in the netherlands and i wonder how much the social tech companies the big tech companies are going to do to suppress these stories because in america that was crazy they you cannot say anything about that they will delete your video so we have to see what is going to happen in the netherlands but this was expected. This is what I was like. You can see the scenario play out every step. The one thing that Rotter does really well is confuse you. He's the best at gaslighting. For instance, when a journalist asks him um, a legitimate question, like wondering, okay, so you got tested for this debate. And he's like, no, I didn't. And But everybody got tested. No, 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 no. you don't have to get tested if, you're not, uh, if you don't experience any symptoms. But so you, you so the journalist is questioning herself. Uh, 
wait, so is there a rule maybe that you're excluded? No, and he was like, very, no, no, I, I don't have any symptoms. But if you see the rules of fishing in the Netherlands, kids have to even test, even if they have no symptoms. And if they, uh, someone was in close proximity to a COVID person, they have to be quarantined. But Rutte never quarantines. And every time a journalist asks a very good question, he acts like he sees poop on fire. That's a Dutch saying as well. He acts like there's nothing happening. And so that's gaslighting. You, These journalists is questioning herself. People are questioning herself. Like, I've heard him say this. For instance, he does it also in debates. He um, This video of Dutch Patriot with everything on Rutte is very good to show a few uh, cases of gaslighting. For instance, he said in a, in a speech to the people, the Dutch people, um, we are... Uh, herd immunity, I'm talking about herd immunity, that that is what the goal is of the Dutch government. And then in a debate in the parliament, someone said, yeah, you talked about uh, in a speech about herd immunity. And he's like, no, I didn't uh, I didn't speak about herd immunity. So then that politician asked questions, like questioning himself, like, hey, I heard that. And that's what he continuously does. And that's how he stays in power. So he lies, he cheats, and he gaslights. He makes you think that you're crazy, but you're not. And that's why this video of Dutch Patriot was so good. Oh, this is the v- video of... No, this is the picture. There's nothing yeah. in the video, but this is not... Th- it's not a window. Definitely not. It's just what a different room. in the back? It's a different room. Yeah, but you see that there's a window in that room. No, there is no window in that room. It's just a... Blue and gray thing there. That's a poster. It's a poster... Uh, of their campaign. I see it, it's a door. But that's a yeah. conspiracy that was going on. That it was, that yeah, it was so people before. should be really careful with what they follow because that's how the term WAPI started because people go after everything. But ima- remember that not everything is real. So keep your reservations for a little bit yeah, and, and then speak out. And investigate. So then we covered that one because that was one of the stories in the Netherlands that this was already filmed before. And also they know with the exit polls, no votes came in. They already know that they won. Really crazy. Um, what was I talking about before? I don't remember. We can start another conspiracy. What is the other conspiracy? Well, her hand oh, looks like E.T.'s hand. What? Her, like her left hand is huge. It's like an alien hand. So <laughs> I don't think she's really human. And that combined with her eyes, I think this is a very plausible new conspiracy. <laughs> At least when she's prime minister, um, she won't have any discussions about small hands like President Trump had. Thank you, Niels, Niels for your... Um, super chat. I don't see any question, but I see a thank you. So I thank you too for your support. Um, yeah, I always tell people to do research. I will talk about the conspiracy going on, but it's up to you to, to decide what is real and what is not. And that's the thing also I heard in the live stream, a few people saying Trump is in office, still flying air force one and stuff. That stuff you can, you're allowed to believe whatever you want, but that is making the, the, the issues, the reality. People are going to, like you say, use all these crazy conspiracy names like QAnon and stuff. Uh, they will call you that because you say those things. Um, you're allowed to. But I always want to stay with the core of the problem and the core of the situation and the real things that we can v- validate and we can check. 
And like a live stream is great for that. We see ourselves what is happening. And it's up for you, up to you to decide if that is um, allowed or if that's okay or not. But many people that call people names, they never watch these live streams. They also probably never watch the live streams from the Capitol Hill in, in America, even though and now you hear so many different stories. Also, the George Floyd case is happening with Derek Chauvin, the police officer. Um, they, they, you hear many more facts and I'm sure many people were protesting for him, but are not even following this case live step by step. That's the thing. It's so weird. Read your screen. Can you read it? Is it big enough? Yeah. That, it, that, that the picture was on the. This was not a, this was a campaign picture. This was not a genuine picture of her winning the elections. This was planned. Yeah, they, they, they send this in as a, for the, for all the newspapers. Probably. And they all used it on the front of the car. They probably, like they do in America too on Twitter. So they literally, so they, they were sitting down with each other and they were like, okay, so we need a very catchy video and a very catchy image in case we win. So know. let's pretend that we're all super happy. I'll dance on the uh, table. on the table. Ew. But I think that what could have happened is what happens here too, is that people post a picture or a video. Maybe that person posted this picture and video and then um, they the newspaper's like, can I use it for free? Because they do that with me too. Sometimes I post a picture of somewhere in New York, like, can, can we use it? Yeah, but it's, if, if this is done, so why are they celebrating? If, if this is not the actual moment, what are they celebrating? Well, wasn't it at night? Because we have time difference, so I don't know exactly when this no. came No, so this picture is fake. This is not a picture after they won. This is fake. How do they, you know? That, that's, that's actually what the newspaper prints them, is printing themselves. They say that it's fake. It's not a, it's a campaign picture. It's I thought not it was, I thought it's more about that it's a D66 picture that they took and then all the news journalists didn't have anybody taking pictures and that they used okay. the D66 picture on the cover. Okay, so if anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. Oh, the window is a daylight. It isn't a poster. Yeah, so I don't see the video stuff, but do some research and find out. And next time we'll uh, talk about if it's true or not. But, I think a lot of times conspiracies are not conspiracies and reality or the reality is worse than a conspiracy. And sometimes it is um, a way to get you away from the reality. But again, maybe you can show the video of Dutch Patriot one more time. It's uh, in Dutch, but it's nice that people in the Netherlands are composed. And they should do that also with Trump videos and with Biden to put all the gaffes, all the mistakes, all the, and the truth in one video, like very short, just explaining what was really said, uh, that is that media takes out of context. Because then people, I think if you have a whole video and you send it to people, then people are starting to maybe question themselves as well. When they when it's everything is, that's why making videos, documentaries, anything, re, uh, uh, sto write stories, take pictures, but stories and pictures is more to influence your mood and your mind, but videos, live videos is the best because then you see really what happened. 
And I'm not talking about... Um, is the, the campaign office, it, is that within the parliament, you think? Maybe, yeah. Uh, try ask somebody yeah. to see if they know the layout and if they know what kind of it room is like there. It looks like it's in the parliament. Yeah, so w we should be able to figure out what kind of room that is and if it has daylight or not. This yeah. is like a belling cat research. Yeah. Um, okay, so Elia already says that there's a kitchen with white tiles behind that window. Be that's why it looks like outside air. Yeah, and also someone said in the pictures, the projector's on the table, and in the video, it's gone or something. But, yeah, it's just... Uh, that stuff really to me i don't pay attention because i don't like that stuff what i care about is what a politician says and what they the only thing you can see with something like that is if that is true that the media is really influencing everything and that they're involved on every that's a great thing to know as well but i just want to hear what the politician says and what they do the action and also how they treat people differently like i said about um and also with Trump, I always called out people that were making up this uh, bleach gate lie, the Russian hoax. If you follow it from beginning to end, you know, but most people don't have time. And that's actually why you need media to do their job. But most media doesn't want to do their job because they have a favorite of, of a candidate and they want someone in office. Or now apparently everybody wants Governor Cuomo out. So now they're starting to really do the hard-hitting journalism and they suddenly believe all the women, but then they didn't believe Tara Reid who also uh, accused Biden from sexual misconduct. She, y You don't hear her. She's not in the media. I follow her on Twitter, but that's it. So it's very double standard and it's the same with Black Lives Matter with Me Too campaign. They always benefit their own people and they... It's not really equality they want. It's whenever it fits their narrative, they will look at it, but not when it doesn't fit their narrative. And most people are like that. So gaslighting it is. Everybody's being gaslit these days. And it makes you question yourself. That's why you need to do, when you're a journalist, you actually have to really do your job and think about it, maybe practice before you go face a, uh, a politician because they are so good at acting and, you know, going around the subject. And you, as a good journalist, have to bring them back to the topic. But if they start like, no, no, that's not true. And, and you're like, wait, am I wrong? Did I read that wrong? You have to be so sure of yourself and done so much research. that You're like, no, you have said this on this day. And this speech, at this time, you said this. And then they cannot get out of it. So that's what you see with good journalists that don't just ask a question and just let that person talk, the politician talk, and they'll be like, yeah, 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 okay, next question. You need to listen to what's being said and ask the tough questions and know, really do a lot of research so you know what the story is and what the issue is. It's a lot of work, but many people these days just copy-paste also in other countries. They copy-paste stories that CNN uh, brings. They just translate it in a different language. I did see that CNN is really losing a lot of viewers because of what they did with Trump, and Trump is gone. So, of course, that's good. Um, 
Yeah, I think that uh, we will. Yeah, this is this is kind of part of our lives now, to expose and listen to things and call them out. It's, it's we cannot sit back anymore. Okay, so the issue with the picture that we just showed of her dancing yeah. on the table was that um, she. Th th so they see this as a campaign picture because th this guy works for an independent news uh, outlet. But he cannot make enough money to uh, to to make a decent living out of it, so he was hired by D sixty six to to photograph the uh, election night, and that's how the picture came to be. And then he sold it. But it, it oh, so okay. the fact is that it. The question is: Is it like independent? Is it real? Why the hell was he able to photograph it? Because this isn't uh, free press anymore. So that's where every what what everybody's stumbling over. I think that you see that in America, the way and he sent it in without them approving the picture. So it's a weird situation. Yeah, but then again, journalists don't make a lot of money anymore. They it's not valued, and only when you it's very hard to make a living these days to do real journalism, it's very hard. Um, and that's why people like Robert Jensen in the Netherlands and me, you know, when you have sweaters, you can support people and they have to find different ways to get the people to support them. Otherwise they cannot do it. I, I see it in America too. They have a lot of merchandise. You have to, you can become members. Um, it's the only way that people can do their jobs. And these journalists, yeah, then they choose a job that pays because they have to pay the bills and then Afterwards, it looks like it's it's not a good look. But yeah, what was he supposed to do? It's very hard for many people to do the right thing if they don't have money or yeah. But he 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 sent it in as uh, under his own name, but he should have disclosed that he was the com official campaign photographer. Okay. Yeah. So they could have. It's made a weird discussion. Yeah. Um. What I wanted to say is that in America, we, yeah, President Trump, they got him out of office. But I feel like even Biden's voters, they see what is happening. It's a really weird vibe in America right now. They are, I mean, spring is here, beautiful days. But yeah, it's like there's no energy because first there was energy of, you know, Trump supporters and people that hated him and that's gone. So you would think that's a good thing, but now there is like depression going on. Am I saying that right, Derek? Repeat it, please. That there's, it feels more now the energy in the city is more like depression. Yeah. People are a little bit done with, uh, with it. No, just that there's, there's no fighting with Trump that go and, and, you know, he's out of office. So people were like, all no people could focus their rage at somebody who yeah. was not uh it within reach and now people are very on edge even more than before yeah because they have no way to vent their frustration at one person that they could not that they couldn't touch that was untouchable in a way and now people are are very short fused and angry at each other all the time that's how i experience yeah, a little it. bit and then when you have nice people then you're very happy and you really, you know, tell them thank you. Uh, but not that it's just that even the Biden people, they see that the decisions that are being made, 
they're kind of a little embarrassed about that they voted for him and they were hoping that things would get better. Yeah, Trump is out. He's not there. But it didn't solve anything. It made actually everything worse. That's how they feel. They feel like, okay, like I said, gas prices, but also just cages, kids in cages. That they were promised $2,000 and they don't get that. That even the taxes would not be raised under 400000 and now they're going to do that. So a lot of promises that Biden made, he didn't keep. And we were like, yeah, we told you so, we told you so. So the Trump people are like, yeah, he's out of office, we still love him. And, well, we told you so. We told you that this was going to happen. He's not going to keep his promises because he's never done that. No, we're going to head in the same direction as Europe. Yeah, and that's the same also with uh, Rutte and Kaag. But the, what I can tell you... So who, they asked uh, Kaag... If there's one person you could meet, who would you like, or, or sit in a car with, spend an hour in the car with, or, or on a plane, who would you pick? Little suspense. Lonneke, who do you think she picked? Klaus Schwab. No, she already spent an hour with him in a car, probably. Uh, More than one. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris. <sighs> yeah, because the media made her such a star, even though she was not popular at all in America. And um, she wanted to run for president. She barely got any support because in her own community, they don't like her. Because what she did, she put a lot of people behind bars that had a small misdemeanor, like smoking pot or something. Then she goes on the radio saying, yeah, I smoked pot and I was listening to Tupac. But then that song or something didn't come out yet. Um, So they don't like her. But then Biden wanted a woman of color. So when it's... African-American Heritage Month, they will say, oh yeah, black uh, African-American Kamala Harris. When it's something to do with India, they will say Indian woman, uh, Indian um, black Indian American woman Kamala Harris. You know, she has heritage from everything, so they use it with identity politics. But she's not popular at all, but they make her popular because the media wants you to feel like she's empowerment. They did that with Barack Obama, with Michelle Obama. They want you to f- think she's a star. They do the same with Meghan Markle. Uh, but l- I don't like people when I look at actions. So for me, women that are actually heroes are the ones that have made a difference in human rights and not these people that the media wants to put on the Vogue cover because they want you to feel like she's a hero. But it says a lot that that, that Kaag said that she wants to talk to her. I, I actually heard somebody explaining it as positive segregation, the thing that's going on. Everybody wants to push everybody in a corner. Like it's Black History Month. It's this History Month. It's uh, Kamala Harris with uh, she is the the first Black woman uh, vice president. Why do you have to put everything in a box? This is yeah. What I want to say is, and that's something that the Dutch people watching should take into consideration for the American people watching, and maybe people from around the world is. Yeah, remember that Trump was in office and then everybody was so angry, the people that didn't like him. When you get angry, they they know that they get gets to you. It gets you. And that you are annoyed by it. And the moment you don't care about something, you just do your own thing, you are the one in power. So, for instance, these protests that we just talked about a whole hour in the Netherlands, it's so frustrating for the pro- police and the mayors 
that everybody stays peaceful and happy and celebrates even more. When they do something crazy, they celebrate more. It's super frustrating because they cannot use it to their benefit in the media, like saying, oh, these people were aggressive, hooligans, stuff. No. So they, you are frustrating these people. The same, are, same as here, that people are like, ha-ha, Biden is in office, Trump lost, Trump lost. And then people are laughing like, you wait, you wait, you will see what's going to happen. And you should see the energy of the Trump supporters. They're all so happy and positive. They What the thing they do, they're so smart. Instead of complaining, they are becoming activists themselves. They're starting their own businesses, their own banks, their own social media platforms. They fight for their rights more than ever. People that never really cared about running in politics or that were like, oh, it's not for me. They are like, no, I have to, this is, I, my rights are taken away. I need to file a lawsuit. I need to fight uh, my local um, city for, to keep this or to keep that. They're all very active. They're, the community has only become more strong or stronger since Trump became, it got out of office. Many people moved to Florida, of course, but also in other places, even if you don't live in Florida. The, there's still people in shock that Trump lost with everything that happened um, because in the end he lost. The Supreme Court didn't want to hear the, the, the cases. They were worried what it would do if they would listen to it, I think. That's my opinion. But Trump lost, and but I think in the end he's the winner. He's Because people love him. The way they love Trump, they don't love Biden. And you cannot take, you cannot just make the love of the people for someone. That comes only naturally. And you can force a little bit with the media, putting people on, on the covers, but it will not last a lifetime if it's not truthful. So what I want to say is continue doing what you're doing. If you follow your path Follow the rights. And yes, you will have setbacks. I keep saying this. To win the battle, to win the war, you can lose a battle here and there. You have to learn from it and be better next time. But you can still win the war. It's If you lose a battle, that's not the end of the world. And you need to have lows in your life and really be in shitty situations to appreciate the good times. This counts for your personal life. You can only appreciate, for instance, love if you have experienced a heartbreak, you can only experience the love and the, the importance of an animal if you have lost an animal in your life or if you um, if your health is not if your health is good, you only appreciate it really if you've been through sickness and illness. Because then you're like, oh my God, I was so sick. I'm so happy that I'm healthy now. Because if you've always been healthy, you don't appreciate it as much as when you have gone through or if you've been with people that have had bad health. So you have to feel the lows in your life. You have to go through it to appreciate the good times. And the good times will come. The good times will come. So it's just, you have to be more organized I see that also with these protests in America, uh, in the Netherlands, that people are becoming smarter and more organized and they know the game and they're starting to be in charge because they're the ones laughing and smiling. And if you do that, you it's super frustrating for the other party if it, if it looks like it doesn't get to you and you do your own thing in your own life. That's They hate this. So I hope that this um, this will make sense to you 
to me it does. And Dirk, you want to say something? Yeah, but it's really off topic because I see a couple of people talking about blockchain and elections and stuff like that. But um, I would encourage you to watch the, what is it, parliamentary questionnaire or something about blockchain. Yeah. Um, I, you, you can review it on, what's the website? Tweede Kamer? Tweedekamer.nl So there, that was in 2017? I don't know. I think it was in 2017 or early 2018. Um, they they invited some people uh, in the parliament in Holland to talk talk about blockchain. Um, and they nobody was prepared, as always. Uh, only the guy from Denk again. Um so they invited some people to talk about it. Some people from banks were uh, were there, and they were completely demo- uh, demonizing uh, blockchain. The government officials didn't have any interest in blockchain whatsoever, and they wanted to uh, basically write it off as a way for criminals to fund their operations, um, even though there are various uses for it, and very good uses. Um, the only time, the only moment they got really interested was uh, when the blockchain guy was talking about a building up a digital identity. And they was like, oh, digital identity? How does that work? Explain, explain. And uh, To have control over people. Yeah, so a digital identity would, from birth, you would uh, put your identity in blockchain. So it's probably sort of your uh, BSN number, so security number. And with every transaction you have with government or uh, any official transaction, your identity gets more and more solidified. And so they were like, oh, wow. So if we do that, we can follow somebody's, uh, somebody his or her entire life, right? And it's they, can, it's they cannot erase it. So we know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. So they are not interested in... Uh, democratizing banks or healthcare or energy, but they are interested in following your entire life. Yeah. That, that was a little, that, that should bring an alarm bell already. Unfortunately, it's different, I believe, in every country, but um, many governments, they don't... Yellen was cracking down on, on blockchain yeah, a little bit they, already. She was talking about Bitcoin and stuff, that that's uh, worrisome so, for... Um, she Janet Yellen, she's in charge now of the... Trust me, they don't know the difference between blockchain and Bitcoin. And yeah. They ha- are clueless. She's saying that it's dangerous for um, funding terrorism, that people would use it for all these activities and stuff. So she probably wants to crack down on that as well in America. But I noticed that many governments don't trust their own people. And that's an issue. Um, why are they so you know, um, why do they worry and why do they, they, they feel like their people are untrustworthy? Because maybe, they maybe it's because, yes, maybe because they are such bad people that they think everybody's everybody like, like them. That, yeah. Um, and they also don't want to own up uh, to their mistakes. When they have made a mistake, they keep going and try to cover it up. And if it's in America, you see that people that actually have done something bad, if that has been found true, they are really punished and you go to court and you can go to jail. Like, um, I don't agree with that. I think it's in America at, at the same level here as it is yeah, in Europe. Yeah, but still, 
there are court cases if you are lucky to but in the Netherlands it doesn't matter no they will always find that a politician is not found gu guilty for something even though it's really bad and it kills people doesn't matter um, yeah so I think that we have to continue spreading this positive vibe be positive and focus on yourself your life the options be aware of what they want to do try to fight if you think it's bad for human rights uh, but it's all about informing people and talking to each other and doing these live streams and investigating and it's fun if you you can become a journalist yourself you can be the one making videos and uh, going somewhere and filming, you become a star. Or then if you go to a protest and you send it to me at tips at lonneke.com, that's my email. If you have any questions or comments, I can show it here. So then you, we spread it more. And I think in New York, you have to cover uh, three news events a year and publish it within a certain number of months after. And then you're officially a journalist. Yes, then you can... But it doesn't really matter if you're officially, we don't care. It's just about spreading the information and also do to um, do these, uh, this, this but it's people. a, it's a way to, Oh, by the way, your video is demonetized again. And uh, probably uh, because you said Hitler 10 times. <laughs> okay. Um, but it, they need to look at it in the context, not in, in a snippet. Yeah. Um, but if you have, what I want to say that it, if you have uh, press credentials, it's more difficult for law enforcement to remove you from a certain area. Yeah. And and I noticed here, I always carry a huge camera with me. Um, the police stay, they stay away from you. They know, okay, this might be press because yeah. he looks like press. So let's not touch him. Yeah. And um, also another thing I can say is that um, you have to take care of yourself, your health. I know that we still have these lockdowns going on, but you have to go to the doctor if you think something is wrong. You have to also, instead of going to the doctor only when there's something wrong, you have to be proactive because you want to be alive for a long time so you can fight this fight. Take, eat healthy food, um, Focus on good people, positive thoughts, meeting people or online or in these live chats or videos, just positivity. People that it's not a fun time, but it could also, if we do it this right, it will end in a beautiful time. That's what happened after World War II. It became a very beautiful time in the world. And uh, I, I believe in that. And it's also a few people that want to do this. It's not like everybody wants to do this. It's only a few people around the world that are forcing this onto us. So if we, but all we have to do is that if they want to censor us or cancel us is to cancel the cancel culture and do it, make our own businesses and take care of ourselves, our families. And, and just remember that the people who are doing this and the people who put those policies in place, they are not any different from you. They pee, they poop, they are humans. They're well, not. They don't have any special powers. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's, it's they are no not different from you. So they are not more powerful in the end. If you are standing in front of them on the street, if they they're also any, human. If they don't have any protection with them, they are just as vulnerable as you are. So 
we make people special because we make them special. But if we start treating everybody equally like, and just treat them for what they did and what they do, to me, the real heroes in life are not the ones we see on TV. I'm, you know, I'm not interested by Michelle Obama or others. I want to see the real heroes that fought for people when it was the hardest thing to do and was impossible. I see the real refugees that really got away and, and tried to uh, go back and rebuild their country, but also the real victims and the real people that didn't feel like a victim, but became stronger. They're survivors. So we have to talk m less about victims, but more about survivors. Everybody has gone through stuff in life and you can either complain about it and just accept it, or you can fight and become a survivor. And I'm a survivor. You're a survivor. We're all survivors. I kind of have a song in my head now, uh, <laughs> but you, um, yeah, you, it's, it's all up to you, how you look at life and the things that happen to you and around you. But, and, and for the people who are saying that the people who don't believe in COVID or whatever are whoppies and they think uh, the government's doing a good job, just take a step back, look at what's happening. The fact that in Holland they deny certain groups the right to protest, just just let them protest, Ac let them exercise their rights because you never know where this is heading in a couple of years yeah, because this is the time. same as the NSB and the Gestapo and the stuff that went on in Holland in the Second World War. Every, they were also portraying the, the people who fought against it, like, oh, they're nuts and it shouldn't be like this. And maybe not in the beginning or maybe it wasn't that clear. So be a little bit more reserved with your words. And if they deny a certain group of people their rights, you have to also step up for them. Yeah. Even if you don't agree, I don't agree with the the, the uh, parts of the Black Lives Matter movement, with uh, the people that hijacked uh, Black Lives Matter for uh, Marxists. I don't agree with them at all but they have the right to protest so the others should also have the right to protest else you're by definition on the wrong side of history yeah. it doesn't matter how on what side the coin drops and if people don't give other people the chance to protest it will go underground and in the case of world war ii that became successful but it can also become dangerous. So you always want to see exactly what's going on in society and just have protests. Protests are great for that. So everybody knows what's going on, what people are, what's on everybody's mind. I see a few nice comments. Thank you, Mark. For, you say today's live chat was most inspiring with positive advice along with your valuable insight. Thank you both. Well, Dirk, thanks to you as well. I'm most of the time, I'm not all that positive. Yeah, but it's good that, you know, you have to, Realistic thinking is important in this day and age. And without getting angry, just facts, calmness, and finding solutions. And someone else says, keep a supply of long shelf life. Things are about to happen that never happened. Be prepared. Um, in general, always, I've done that 12 years ago. And over the past 12 years, nothing happened. Because remember, I was afraid of climate change and that the world was going to end. Um, 2012, remember, they said that the end of the Mayan or Aztec Mayan calendar, they, they, they predicted the uh, world to end. It didn't happen. So I had uh, food in storage for a long time. And um, I always keep 
some extra. You never know. I'm always prepared, whether it's to take care of my dog, certain medication, or for myself. I always make sure that I have a certain amount of months of supply because you never know what's going to happen. And it's just smart, realistic thinking. Yeah, but this is sort of teaching man uh, or giving man a fish or teaching man how to fish because you can keep stuff stocked for a long time, but you should just no like basic stuff of foraging and hunting and stuff like that. Yeah, that also. The basic things that kids don't learn in school anymore, it needs to come back to uh, to the people. Um, to the basics that you need to survive. Nobody learns that. And I have to say, I don't know much about that either. Dirk knows that. Dirk, Dirk can build stuff and make things that are broken work again. He can make like a new machine out of Two other machines, like super... I'm very happy that he's my husband. Um, Comes in handy. But it's... um, Yeah, it's smart for people to do that. And it's you can learn a lot on internet, on social. Like, um, can you give some tips on websites of things you can learn? Like you said, for just learning new skills is lynda.com. Oh, just go on YouTube. Just say, learn how to fish. Or something or learn oh, how it's, to it's build. literally the fridge our fridge broke two times already and it's a really random refrigerator and you just look up the the model name and then uh, check if anybody had the same issue and made a video about it yeah. because people are a lot of people are just looking to create content and i literally found out how to fix our fridge two times and i that's also how i know that now it is really broken, broken. <laughs> Yeah, and we still have the smallest fridge ever, and it keeps it saves us so much money because we don't have the big fridge anymore. I know something. What? So if you need to, f- uh, if if something breaks inside of your house, or if you buy a new stove, yeah. or uh, if you need to do plumbing, you can you can call a plumber. But in New York, the level of plumbers is not that great. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, the the skills. The skill level is not yeah. if 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 you. If you hire somebody here, it doesn't necessarily mean that they know what they are doing. So before you do that, just Google it. And then instead of hiring somebody... Or DuckDuckGo it. Or whatever. Search it. Or Bing it. Anything else? (laughs) Just any other search engine. Okay. So just just, uh, search it. And um, instead of hiring somebody, instead of doing research on what plumber to hire... Uh, and uh, having to look over his shoulder to see if he does a good job. Just look at how it's done, buy the tools or order the tools somewhere and do it yourself because it saves saved me a lot of time. Uh, it saved me money and uh, I, I'm building a whole arsenal of tools. And skill sets. Yeah, so it's win, win, win uh, in every department except in the department of the unskilled uh, craftsmen that... Uh, are roaming the streets of New York. So just, you can teach yourself a lot of new skills with little um, effort. And it's, these things might come in handy one day. Also growing your vegetables, if you have a garden, it could come in handy. And they still have the seeds available. So maybe buy some seeds just so you have it. It's all these things. It's not about the fancy car or the expensive clothes. It's really about the skills you have and how nice you are to people 
and what you can do and how you can keep yourself alive. Sorry to say, but in the essence, that is it. And we already know that there's talk about food shortages in the future. So if you already know that that might happen, that the people in charge are worried about it, then just hope for the best, but be prepared a little bit. You'll be happy in the end um that you have been prepared and it's you don't have to it's overwhelming to do everything at once slowly one step at a time one thing at a time and you'll be so happy when you start doing this and you have these doomsday preppers they really make these nuclear bunkers and stuff yeah people can go out of control but it's uh, it it starts with maybe an emergency bag that in case you're you're places on fire you have a bag with you with everything you need or um, if something happens that you can fix it yourself quickly so but i'm actually not all that worried about it because something can happen in new york city that that's what i'm most worried about about manhattan new york city in general but the only thing you need to uh, have prepared is your car make sure your car is always filled up because then you can just leave and there are a lot of towns upstate that I don't believe anybody, even the army, would ever enter. Yeah. Uh, or just uh, a bike or just any means of travel. Could be even be a skateboard. But now we're heading like really far and in deep into the rabbit hole of conspiracy, in no, my opinion. No, that's not conspiracy. That's just okay. smart thinking. I was thinking that in 2012, when nothing happened and everybody was worried about the end of the world. It happened in 2000. You remember when 1999 to 2000, people were thinking, oh, all the electricity, all your stuff is going to be, it's going to be a disaster. Nothing happened. But you feel more comfortable. That would have been the best thing ever. I don't know. We would have used paper money again and people wouldn't happen. be on their phones in their cars if because that's like my annoyance number one at the moment. If we have solar flares, that could happen. If we have solar flares, my SICD will go off and I'm gone anyway. Okay. But anyway, we have... Um, yeah, it's just common sense. It's just smart to always be uh, prepared. But it gives you more confidence and comfortable life and more you're more at ease. Just be prepared a little bit. You don't have to go crazy, but just a little bit. Just have, You know, it just makes you feel better. Thank you so much, everybody. I see that we're already talking more than two hours. Well, this this uh, live stream is demonetized, meaning that uh, you know no advertising on this for me. But you can support me to for me to keep doing this. The links are below. You can get a nice sweater or a mug, like I use them now for my pens. There's a nice for a cup of coffee or also on your desk with pens. For your uh, pens and your potloads. Yes, that's Dutch. Anyway, um, you can also PayPal, Patreon. You get a nice card that Dirk and I make. Uh, we always make these really nice cards every month. We have a few people that have signed up for that, for that tire that they get, uh, for that level. They get um, a special cards. We, we call it a postcard. So we make art of a picture that Dirk took uh, of something that happened that week or that month. So every month is like says something about that month. If you that's a way to support me. And you get like special messages and inside info that I don't post anywhere else. So that's a nice way. It's on Patreon. I'm also gonna look at another platform maybe in the future. But right now it's only Patreon. And uh PayPal, what else? You also put in because people ask for that like uh some um cryptocurrency bitcoin ether 
Um, did we have that? Was it? Oh yeah, my Amazon wishlist is still there. Just I don't know. Be creative, and then super chats. All these little things help me uh, prep for disaster. <laughs> anyway, we'll be fine, and um, I will see you soon again. But or again soon, I would say that um, tomorrow is in Dutch for the people that speak Dutch. Tomorrow is Dutch Sundays at nine Dutch time. 4 p.m. English time. We still have the, the the summer, or maybe the when is the the the, the hours going to change for Europe? I don't know. Well, it will be probably nine o'clock for the, the Dutch people, and otherwise I'll be back. And if something really crazy happens this week, I'll have an extra one. But uh, I like to focus on really good live streams in the week. Yeah, because I'm not busy at all. No, Dirk is very busy, so probably later. Thank you so much, guys and girls. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.